welcome to season two of our podcast, I Wish My Boss Told Me That. And this season, we will be talking about a very important but seemingly very complex topic, which is networking. A lot of people want to network, but they either don't know what networking exactly is or how to start with it. Uh, especially now that people are working from home, many people think that they're missing out on networking. Uh, but is that true? Why do we need to network? What exactly is networking? And to answer these questions, we have with us today Pritam Dutta, the Global Director of Fintech Ventures and Innovation at AB InBev. And a big part of his work entails building a lot of connections within the company, outside of the company, to learn, to stay up to date with the current market trends, and to see what is out there, of course. So let's welcome Pritam to our first episode on networking and help you with networking right away. Welcome, Pritam. Thanks, Serge. I have been uh, an avid follower of this podcast from your first episode. So, so glad to be here. All right. There you go. You can even kick off the first or the season on networking, man. The pilots on networking. So, but before we start talking about networking, maybe you can give us uh, a glance of your career journey. Yeah, so uh, I, I have around 14 years of work. I started my career actually in sales, uh, selling plastic and plastic products uh, with Reliance Industries, then moved to automobiles, uh, into strategy, technology. Uh, then I <clears throat> uh, was part of a competition which was called Economic Times Young Leader. And over a dinner, I got an opportunity to work with Unilever. So got did multiple roles there, worked in... India for a year and then moved to UK in e-commerce product uh, and then Philippines and Singapore. Then came back to India, uh, uh, started an early stage venture fund, which is uh, focuses on uh, investments into um, like the angel investments into startups and then had an opportunity to join ABI, started my first role here in uh, global operations, uh, digital transformation and now into innovation and fintech ventures. Wow, that's a quite impressive journey going you know, back and forth between industries like plastic and automobiles, now to fintech ventures through operations, Unilever, there's a bit of everything there. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's, I, I uh, always say, you know, for me, it's always been a sine wave and never like an exponential curve. And I actually enjoyed it because, you know, you, you build different connections and you build different experiences across. Yeah, I think to make this type of career, you need to have a network, right? Because you're moving into different types of industries, different companies, startups. So networking must have been very important for you in, the, in your career. I think that's, that's been one of the most uh, critic, critical element for me and uh, more than, you know, uh, the term networking, I would say people have been very important pieces of my uh, journey. And I think, yeah, yeah, that's, that's been the most critical element, I would say. Yeah. All right. So let's dig in. So let's start maybe with defining networking, you know, what, what it means to you. A lot of people think, you know, networking is about reaching out, talking to a lot of people, meeting as many people as possible, then you have a big network. But what is your concept of networking? Networking for me is about just creating value for the other individual and for yourself. See, it's a key element 
of how you kind of connect to people who can help you achieve what you aspire for in like in your career goals or in your personal goals and it's generally not about just kind of talking to people or connecting to people it's about building relationship building long term relationships over a period of time which lasts so that you know it's it's never like a take only kind of relationship it it's a 360 degree relationship where you learn from the other individual but also kind of you know in the process you um, you also help them and you know the individual also help them so i think networking yeah it's a 360 degree relationship for uh, both the parties involved maybe can you give some uh, you know some examples of why you think it's important to to network how does it help in your career growth and maybe you can give some examples of how it has helped you in all these different steps yeah so i think um, you know one of the things i strongly believe see me as an individual i was uh, not really a very extrovert person and uh, when i started my career i used to be very introvert and i i felt that you know people have certain traits and abilities but i think the most important part is we all in any organization or any setup are going to be working with people and unless you build a relationships or network with people both within your circle of influence or outside your circle of influence you are never going to grow hmm. <clears throat> now the most so why networking is important i think the the important part is that you know most of the decisions in our life especially the important ones get made when we are not in the room by different people be if you are an entrepreneur by an investor you know or uh, if you are working in a corporate by your boss and you might not be in that room so it's very important that you know you are not focusing all your what we generally do is focusing on our immediate circle of influence rather than missing out on opportunities that lie outside this immediate circle of influence so for me that's it's very important to identify different uh, circles of influence beyond your immediate network for me the biggest learning has been that my journey into the angel investing on early stage uh, venture fund space actually happened over a meeting in a pub i had gone to a pub and i met a person who had just kind of uh, exited from its startup and we met for the first time we we started talking having beers and over a uh, over the entire period he was the only person i spoke to in that meeting but you know after we came out of the meeting the next day we were together and you know we had set up our fund and over the years you know it grew so i think uh, you know i i had never ventured into angel investing prior to that but i felt that because i took the opportunity to go meet people in an area or in um, or i would say in a domain which i am not very comfortable with mm-hmm. i think that really helped me venture into that space so meeting people and kind of connecting with people outside of your comfort zone is like the first tenet i would say of networking yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the point that you just made about you know biggest decisions are made very often when you're not in the room, is is indeed a, a very important fact for people to to realize. You no, know, for sure, when you have a career in a corporate and as you said as a startup, you're looking at investors and and venture capital firms who are taking decisions while you're not there. You no, know, you might pitch to them for 20 minutes and then people get together and they decide, um, and then having that network. Mm-hmm. will ha- help you to have some influence in that meeting while while you're not there right so do you do you somehow consciously build so for example when you're working in the in a corporate do you consciously build a, a network with some people that you know will be in the room 
or, or how, how do you approach uh, networking so, in that sense? So I, uh, so for, for example, <clears throat> I uh, always try to think, for example, um, you know, what do I want to be in two, three years down the line? Hmm. So I'll, I possibly, I'll give you an example, uh, say uh, three, four years ago, I, I was pretty new. So I, I was planning to come back to corporate and I was pretty new into the uh, space of digital transformation. So I, I saw a person over LinkedIn called Jaspreet Bindra. He was at that point uh, the chief digital officer in a company called Mahindra Group in India. And at the same time, he was an ex-Microsoft, very well renowned in the uh, digital uh, transformation space. He, he was uh, doing well. He was writing really nice articles. And I felt that that's the kind of, uh, I would say, thought leadership. That's the kind of uh, 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 skills I would like to build for myself. I wrote to him, I connected with him over, uh, over phone, and then I booked a flight to meet him at his house in Delhi from Bangalore. And over the years, you know, we, we worked together and it, was be, it has been a very enriching journey for me because it helped me achieve what I felt, you know, I wanted to achieve in terms of building a, a career in the digital transformation space. So I think the most important part is to define your North Star. And the best way to, after you define your North Star is to understand who are people who are like at least two, three years ahead of you and start kind of connecting with them in terms of what you want to achieve and how you kind of can, uh, uh, you know, how they can help you there. Okay. So you, you network really in a kind of a goal oriented way. Yeah. Where, where do you want to be in a couple of years? Who is already there? Right? Mm -hmm. And who can basically take you along or help you on that on journey. That journey? And that's how you kind of proactively build your network. And so it's not about, as I said in the introduction, going to a convention, talking to as many people as possible, handing out business cards. You're taking it much more from a, let's say, a goal-oriented way. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, my, my, my general uh, view is that, you know, conference are the best, but most of the mistakes, which many people do, including, I also did is kind of trying to hand over visiting cards and meeting people for five minutes and all. I think even if you meet two people in a 500 people conference and you have a lasting relationship with them after the conference is over, I think that's a job well done. So focusing on few, spending quality time with them, understanding them and making sure that they remember you even after when the conference is over. Uh, by building up, uh, you know, by trying to kind of build and connect with them, it's it's really important. No, no, no. The second point that, that you made there and what I'm curious about is that, okay, you figured out this is my North Star. I would like to meet, you know, the person that you referred to, Jaspreet Bindra, as an example. Okay, great. And then I think a question that a lot of people will ask themselves, this is pretty uncomfortable because this person does not know you. Uh, you probably don't have any relevance because as you said no is like kind of your north star where you want to be you're not in that field yet you're not an expert yet so how do you reach out to a person like that you know this is probably a question that a lot of young people young professionals have because why why would that person be interested in meeting me and, and how do i reach out to to somebody yeah, so, you know, I think uh, that's, a, that's a very interesting question, Serge, and I'll give you one example, which I had recently with a youngster. So I was <clears throat> in, for, in a previous role, I was interviewing candidates for internship, and one, per, one person walked in without any, like, uh, fixed interview slot, and he said that, look, you know, I, I, I read about you in LinkedIn, I, you did some work in blockchain and fintech, I would like to work with you. 
and you know these are the some of the projects i have done i have uh, already done my research on blockchain and i like listening to him i felt that i didn't know him or i didn't have any background of him but the way he came well prepared he knew what i am looking for i was impressed and you know that's how the journey started and you know finally we offered him internship but my point is that what i personally feel that linkedin is a great source means for me i find linkedin as like a gold mine which is only 5% of its actually gets mined the problem is that you know most of the emails for example i get are from people asking for help now if you put yourself in somebody's position people will only help you when they have a genuine interest in you so you how do you create a genuine interest about you in that individual so writing cold emails without thorough research i think you know most of them will end in spam so nobody is really interested there are thousands of other emails uh, coming in a day for you know everybody's inbox i think the most important um, on top of is that you know know your subject well what you are what you want how much time commitment what you require from that individual being very specific also adds um, you know for example when i complete uh, when i wrote Uh, a note to the so for my second role in unilever i dropped kind of a semi cold email to the ceo of uh, unilever india uh, saying that to be uh, asking for an opportunity to work with unilever i researched about that individual went through his background and shared that learnings in the email so i got a response within 30 minutes saying that hey why don't you talk to our hr so doing that research is absolutely important because really most of the people are busy and you know unless you do that research and everybody loves loves to hear about themselves so how much have you kind of really research about that individual before you have tried to reach out to them and uh, third thing is that you know the one thing i personally believe that every individual needs to have stories and it's 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 more common with us uh, indian that we are so kind of fixated with our uh, i would say 9 to 5 jobs or you know 9 to 12 jobs sometimes as well as uh, the structure around us that we miss the other part of the life you know to have hobbies to have a experiences and actually you make the best relationships through this unique experiences mm-hmm. i actually shared an airbnb with a friend of mine who is a german citizen and now runs a consulting company in sap and we are very good close friends we talk talk to each other very frequently and we help each other in the professional front also but my point was that you know you don't make relationships talking about excel sheets and powerpoint nobody is interested <laughs> in that so how do you what do you have interesting in you that people will be attracted towards you in any conversation leave uh, uh, you know leave uh, even uh, for any network yeah so that's that's an interesting point so a couple of points that i picked up here no so first of all you research the person right you talk about the person that you're contacting uh then you need to kind of pitch just like you go with a startup and you pitch and say man why would it be interesting for you to meet me right first of all yeah. because i've done a lot of research these are the points that i'm interested in but there's also an added value that you bring to the table uh that kind of makes you stand out from uh, the other 1000 messages or emails that that, uh, that they might be receiving yeah and, and and basically triggers them to say okay this this looks interesting this person might have something to add to the relationship let me let me reply let me reach out yeah and then you know when you reach out and we connect to that individual you know why how are you different what's your usp no 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 
Yeah, all right, very good. And I like also the aspect of you know, the personal part of the relationship because it, if it remains only pure business, indeed, you tend to talk about Excel files and uh, and stocks or something like that. But the the personal touch probably makes the relationship a little bit closer uh, than than just talking about business or hey, this is how you could help me. No? Exactly. Yeah. All right, very nice. Some exactly. interesting points. Yep. So the example I was giving Serge about that individual who came for internship, he he he's actually my reverse mentor for the whole blockchain and the NFT ecosystem. So I learn actually more from him than he learns from me. So, you know, at the end, I always ready to give more on whatever opportunities or whatever I can do for him because I feel that, you know, that's a gap I had and he's helping me fill that. No, but that's that's a great point. If you can get to a situation where you, know, you reach out to somebody and you have something to offer in return, that of course makes the relationship uh, much more valuable than if it's just one-sided, somebody yeah. more senior or you know, in the place where your North Star is trying to reach out for help. No, you can also give your uh, input, but then you need to have interesting stories. right? You need to have yes. something that experience. you already, yeah, you need to have an experience that this person might not have. Yeah, so so I think what you're saying is also for networking, you need to have you need to have experiences, you need to have certain expertise that you can bring to the table. Just going out networking, talking to people is not gonna get you much further. Yep. Because there's nothing there to learn from you. Yeah, nothing different. Yeah, it's not like a kind of a speed dating yeah. type of thing where you meet somebody and say, Hey, hi, how are you? Hey, great. <laughs> Doesn't really help you on your journey, no? Yeah. So any, any relationship, as I mentioned, is is, is not like uh, any networking or effective networking is not like speed dating, which is what most of the mistakes we do when we go to a large conference. I strongly believe any good relationship is like fine wine. It ages with time. And, you know, you only start to see fruits of that relationship once you give it time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the problem with us in the hyper-connected world that we are in today, we are all in for instant results, but no relationships uh, are can provide you instant results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A question here, because you mentioned that you started your career in corporate, right? You you worked in, in large corporates and, and, and today as well, you work in, in ABMBEF. But at the same time, somehow you managed to get into this startup ecosystem and you're even running your own fund. How, how did you managed to move from this corporate environment and start building your network and expertise in the startup environment? So I, uh, I always wanted to do something um, of my own and uh, I decided to take the plunge in, with angel investing, but I started preparing it for uh, almost six, seven months in advance. Uh, very similar to how I approached Jaspreet, I started identifying people who are kind of stalwarts in angel investing space, I started reaching out to them, understanding the whole framework of how that particular investment works. And when I felt I was ready, I, you know, I started going to these forums and in one of these networking forums, I met uh, uh, Prashant, who is, you know, who runs Eagleton, and that's how we kind of got started. And, uh, you know, then the journey back was also actually through, uh, similarly through a networking email, I got an opportunity uh, from a recruiter to interview me for ABI. But after a few interviews, you know, the communication stopped. So I wrote an email to Ricardo Farias over LinkedIn, you know, explaining the whole thing in detail. And the response was very immediate after that. So I think 
it's it's all about building that context and trying to mm-hmm. not generalize yeah man really good i hope uh, our listeners uh, took some notes here because i think it's a very useful session with concrete tips on how to really start building your network <laughs> Know, to to grow in your in your career. So the last question I always ask Pritam in uh, this podcast is uh, the title of the podcast. So uh, it is I wish my boss told me that. So what is that one thing that uh, the concept of networking or the context of networking? The one thing that you wish your boss would have already told you ten years ago. I think the most important thing is uh, that you know we all underestimate is the value of your network. Your network is your net worth. Uh, it's very see most of us are very comfortable to connect, mingle with people who are like us, who behave like us, who are have the same cultural background. But you know that's our comfort zone, and we don't grow there. We grow when we meet people who are very different from us. who have different interest and who are in the places which we where we would like to go and connecting and meeting those people and building relationship there takes a lot of effort and energy so you know you you cannot dream of going somewhere unless you are trying to take um, steps daily towards that so my strong belief is that wherever you want to achieve the first thing you should do is start building a network towards that dream uh, thinking that okay five years down the line i want to get this role who are the people doing this role today and how i can connect with them so i can start actually learning from them and build a network that would be needed five years from now yeah, yeah, yeah. all right man great thank you so much thanks uh, thank great episodes great stories <coughs> some amazing insights there for people to start building their network that will help them to to grow in in their career. So thanks a lot Pritam for joining us today. Thanks Serge. All right, and then back to our listeners. So thank you very much for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode and the learnings from Pritam. Uh stay tuned. You can like the podcast, you can share the podcast and uh we hear you in uh our next episode. All right. Cheers.